0: If you are a Christian coach, speaker, or influencer, this is the right place. You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for biblical encouragement, spirit-led wisdom, and practical ideas as you answer God's calling to increase your authority by becoming an author. I'm Nika Maples, and I can help you write your next book so that you can take your business to the next level while advancing the kingdom and transforming people in Jesus' name. in honor of all the teachers who will be welcoming students back onto campuses and into classrooms in the next few weeks, this is an excerpt from my daily devotional book for educators and administrators entitled, Keep Teaching. The Ink Soaked Through That summer, I had moved into a new classroom at the public school where I was teaching, and I wanted to bless the new space, as well as the students who would fill it. So I wrote Bible verses on the walls before I covered them with a fresh coat of paint. My intention was to have an invisible reset button for myself. When I looked at each wall later, I would remember the encouragement hidden underneath. My principal called me several weeks later, concerned. He had walked by my empty room and had seen graffiti on the walls. Immediately, I knew it was the Bible verses I had written myself. The next day, I repainted the entire room, but the ink soaked through again and again. After three months, two coats of primer and six coats of campus-issued khaki paint I started the first day of school with strategically placed posters on my classroom walls. Each one of them concealed a Bible verse that wouldn't stay covered any other way. The spiritual lesson was obvious. That experience taught me about the penetrating power of Scripture in a classroom. Nothing can stop the Word of God from soaking through our lives. It brings unstoppable blessings. I would never advise writing Bible verses on public school walls the way I did, but I do advise writing God's words on the walls of your heart. You won't be able to cover them up if they're written there, because once you see the truth, it can't be unseen. Scripture is exactly what we need in order to bless our students in classrooms, but most of us cannot use a Bible at school And that's why this simple devotional book is filled with verses. It's a book you can readily have on your desk, on a shelf, or in a file drawer. The cover design is not overtly Christian and will garner no attention if you pull it out and silently read a page to yourself. I hope these thoughts and scriptures will function for you like my classroom walls did for me. A hidden tool that will encourage you with just a glance. May this book serve as a reset button for you. When you look at the cover, I hope you will remember the encouragement hidden underneath. Here's how to use this book. Turn to it just before a challenging parent conference. Use it to pray before making a difficult administrative phone call. Read it before the bell rings on mornings when you are already starting the day exhausted. Take it in like a deep breath during any frustration at school. Encourage yourself with it over breakfast at home. Let it become a refreshing closing habit at the end of a busy day or week. There is a spiritual focus for every day, but don't feel guilty if you don't pick up this book daily. Teachers don't need something else on their to-do list. Just read it when you need it, and it's okay if you need it every day. Each devotional thought is based on the fruit of the Spirit. It's brief and to the point. I've prayed that they will have an uncanny way of hitting the bullseye of your heart every time. The Bible verse at the top of each page is meant to be read out loud. Read it in your home or car or empty classroom. But whatever you can, read it with your voice, not just silently in your thoughts. Release the word of God into the atmosphere because his word always blesses wherever it goes. Something miraculous will happen when your ears hear your mouth say what your heart believes. Your life will change. That was the introduction, and now I'll read five of the devotions randomly from different points throughout the year. This one is August 1st, 1 John 4, 16. And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. Are there days you wonder whether God is paying attention to your prayers? That is a love question. You're not really questioning whether he listens to you, but whether he loves you. A person who feels loved feels heard as well. If you're not feeling heard, please ask God to remind you that he loves you. Prepare for the school year by settling this truth in your heart before you do anything else. Ask him to tell you that he loves you. He will show you he will speak. Pay attention and listen closely everywhere you go. And remember, God wants to feel heard too. This is November 23rd, Matthew 10, 19 through 20. And don't worry about what you'll say or how you'll say it. The right words will be there. The spirit of your father will supply the words. Some people in other professions do not understand what a daily stress teaching can be. Every day you must perform the play, but you also wrote the script and you're directing it and you know everyone in the audience and you also clean up after they leave. And the next day you'll do it all again. So let it bring you peace to know that God will guide your mouth if you let him. When you come to a concept that is challenging to convey, when you hit a wall of exhaustion when you meet resistance in a parent conference, the Lord will help you find the words at just the right time. When you forget your lines, God will whisper your cue at the corner of the stage. This is January 5th. Ephesians four 29. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Some students have never heard a word of affirmation or felt a kind touch in an academic setting. When God saw the earth he had created, he said three simple words. It is good. A healthy economy of words and kind touch can eternally change the student who has been living in a poverty of encouragement, never having enough. It doesn't take much to satisfy their hunger. It just takes small and steady kindness. Don't decide not to give anything just because you're not in the position to give a lot. This is April 11th, James 1:21. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. A peony is content to grow alone, digging its roots deep and stretching its stalk high without the affirmation of anyone or anything. A peony develops into tightly wound petals, drooping the head of its heavy bud until the time is right. And when a peony finally opens to bloom, the blaze of its beauty is unmatched. It doesn't have to scream. It doesn't have to beg. It doesn't have to ask for attention. Its delicate fragrance, its tender color, the grace of its shape are completely irresistible. People are drawn to a peony, and it never says a word. Humbly accept the word of God planted in you. When it blooms, its gentle power will be overwhelming to everyone around you, and you may never have to say a word. And this is May 29th, 1 Corinthians 9 24. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. Teach your students that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. If a vow or a contract is not at stake, then you can embrace something new at any time. Change doesn't mean failure, especially a change in favor of your health. Take precious care to avoid unhealthy substances and habits this summer. Take equal care to avoid unhealthy circumstances, such as overwork, busyness, stress, lack of community, and lack of rest. May your students know that the lessons you teach are also ones you're willing to live. I hope you've enjoyed this excerpt from Keep Teaching. Many teachers have told me that they've been given this book as a gift from students and that they continue to read it and reread it year after year. Some have even sent me social media pictures of the different pen colors that they used. Maybe they used blue the first year, green the second year, and red the third year. I believe that Keep Teaching has a special anointing to encourage the art of teachers. So if you want to give a copy of keep teaching to a teacher that you love, or if you yourself are a teacher that could use some encouragement this year, you can grab a copy of Keep Teaching anywhere books are sold online. Are you subscribed to my YouTube channel yet? I love creating weekly lessons that will bring value and insight to you on your writing, publishing, and book marketing journey. When you listen to my podcast, you learn through your ears but when you watch my YouTube channel, you learn through your eyes and your ears, making double the impact in half the time. See you over on YouTube.